Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of our friends across the world. This is Purple Suede, my co-host Styled Pigeon, coming at you live for Gingerly Episode 6 uh, with the Giving Block. Today we're going to be talking about Roundly X and the Giving Block, how to make your holiday shopping help others. Um, so to start things off, I'd like to give a shout to Roundly X. Um, it's a simple-to-use app that allows your it allows you to round up your purchases into Bitcoin and other digital assets with your spare change. Uh, the set it and forget it dollar cost averaging tool helps you build wealth safely and conveniently over time. And it helped me pay off my Subaru during a time of financial stress, which is awesome. As you see here on the screen, you can sign up with code gingerly and get $4 in Bitcoin when you start off. And if you're outside the U.S. and you want uh, or you're waiting for roundups in your country, you can go ahead and start using Roundly X's portfolio tracking features and our idea bumps engine, which is awesome. We recently had um, two calls for Dogecoin and Quant that went up over 100%. So check out Idea Bumps. Um, and yeah, big shout out to Roundly X. Today's episode is all about them and the Giving Block and their new uh, charitable roundup. So we're excited to dive in uh, with Zoe from the Giving Block. Nick, if you could cue the music, please. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Good morning, Style Pigeon and Zoe. How are y'all? Doing well, doing well. How are you? Good, good. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you. I'm super yeah, stoked, by the way. Yeah, this is going to be a lot this of whole integration and everything. Number one, uh, I really like taking projects or ideas and mixing them up and seeing what happens. Um, and number two, I've actually worked in uh, conservation and hiking trail building uh, for quite some time. So I'm uh talks a little bit not close to my heart but close to my brain for sure and close to the hands maybe <laughs> yeah yeah the calloused hands yeah exactly uh so zoe welcome again thanks for being here with us so much i really appreciate it um this work that we've been doing between roundly x and the giving block over i mean geez it's been over a year at this point that we've been working together trying to get this integration rolled out it's finally here um really excited about it um so if you wouldn't mind just give us kind of an introduction to, about yourself and uh kind of how you got to the giving block because uh, or and I guess we can talk about what the giving block is too and yeah just kick it off Yeah for sure. So I have kind of a a weird background perhaps not that weird in crypto but uh I have only worked in crypto um you know I was doing like retail jobs as a teenager and stuff and kind of trying to figure out my life uh, and I was very on Twitter, especially crypto Twitter and just social media in general. Um, I ended up kind of tweeting uh, jokingly at um, the late John McAfee about his political campaign. Uh, and he took it very seriously and ended up giving me a real job kind of managing social media and youth outreach for his uh, campaign, which did not go very far. But he paid me and it was a real job. Uh, and that ended up kind of bringing me connections that brought me to Metal Pay and then to an African based um, crypto market called Yellow Card and then eventually to the Giving Block. Uh, wow. That's awesome. That's sorry to interrupt yeah. a little bit. That no, I mean, God. you're blowing my mind here because I didn't know the thing about John McAfee. Personally, like I know there's lots of opinions about him, but I feel like he's like the Batman of cryptocurrency. Like he, yeah, he's the the hero that you know maybe we didn't deserve but needed kind of thing. And uh, you know, he's he's been so influential in the way that things have turned out and making people think. And so that's really cool. What, what was that like? What was it like working for John McAfee? I have so many stories, so I can definitely get into that. I mean. 
uh, to start with the beginning, right? I, um, you know, he has uh, he had an extremely kind of entertaining Twitter, and he was talking about his yeah. his political campaign for president. And um, I was very much into kind of uh, trying to, you know, have an online Twitter presence. So I would often like just respond to random celebrities and try to get yeah. them to notice me. So I did that with him, and I was like, sir it would be an honor to work for your campaign. And oh, I went into watch a movie. I don't remember what movie it was, but I went in to watch a movie and I came out and he'd responded three times. And he was like, oh, that's really interesting. And then another reply was like, I've looked through your page. You clearly know what you're doing. And then the third reply was, I've DM'd you my phone number. Oh uh, my God, I can't <laughs> even imagine. I would have freaked out on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of losing my mind. Um, I had a lot of fun with it in the beginning. Uh, I got him to kind of change his profile picture to like an anime profile picture. I got him That's to awesome. tweet a bunch of stuff about anime and about kind of the more degen ends of crypto. Yeah. Uh, I will Were you say involved like- during the coin of the day period? I was a bit. Um, that was awesome. not like my idea. That was something he was doing before I joined. Um, right. probably one of the more controversial things. Oh, uh, for sure. But it was so much to. fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, he definitely, uh, it definitely was like a big, big thing for him. I think it was, forgot whose idea it was, but it, it was one of the team members, very eclectic, uh, eccentric team. But uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's controversial. Uh, I wouldn't approve of everything he has done in his life. But For like, sure. I uh, I had some like every phone call you have with him or conversation you have with him was like just it's like no nobody you've ever talked to. He's like so yeah. incredibly charismatic. He makes you yeah. feel like you're the most like interesting like genius person in the world. Like very very surreal uh i could see how you could borderline start kind of the cult of mcafee because he was yeah, so yeah. charismatic totally that's what broke oh, yeah. into crypto wow. for sure <laughs> that's so cool what a unique story oh my god I, i'm blown away honestly um that's you really diving into the deep end right when you get started that way so that's really cool so uh, yeah so how did mcafee turn into uh the giving block you said you mentioned metal pay and yeah then, so yeah. um eric finman from uh formerly associated with metal pay um there are a lot of people who are formerly associated with metal pay yeah. <laughs> kind of a graduating <laughs> class it's been a it's a company that's changed a lot over time right. um found me on the campaign website and he was looking for like a kind of like viral marketing person for metal mm -hmm. pay and he like i uh he followed me and I just noticed he followed me. And uh, at that time, uh, McAfee was uh, having a lot of legal troubles and it wasn't really a job anymore. So right. I just like DM'd Eric. I was like, oh, if you have any work you need, like, let me know. And he was like, that's exactly what I had in mind. So awesome. I ended up doing kind of some social media work for Metal Pay. Um, I believe crypto is, you know, it's very, um, tight knit. So I believe uh, the founder of Metal Pay was investing in a company uh, called Yellow Card, which is like a Nigerian based market. Uh, and I got referred there. And I was doing kind of like PR and communications for them. And that was awesome. I love the Yellow Card team. Um, I love, you know, all the Nigerian based team members. That was such a great experience. Yeah. Uh, but I was um, not willing to move to um, Nigeria or, or any of the kind of rounding uh, countries for 
a variety of reasons, family, things like that. Uh, so it was a difficult job to do, especially the PR angle. Uh, and I kind of decided to move on. Uh, and the founder who I'm still very close with, Chris Maurice was like, you should check out the giving block. They're like, you know, one of our kind of favorite small companies. So I joined and I was like the 15th member to join the team. I was like, oh, is this a nonprofit? What do they do? And I realized like, oh, okay. So they help nonprofits accept crypto donations. That's really cool. And then I found out like all of these really cool people like Tony Hawk and, um, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, Yusif, uh, as well. And, uh, the team from Gemini had been using them to like donate to causes. And I was like, this is super cool. I'm completely down for that. And that's, that's how I kind of ended up joining that team. Dang. Wow. Yeah. That's a really cool journey. I, I've been, so what's really neat about all of this is that for me, when I was, uh, when I first got into crypto back way back in the day, my, uh, like 2014, my wife's brother was this cyberpunk guy who was into all sorts of crazy stuff, told me about Bitcoin and I started doing some research. Um, and I kind of realized the potential of Bitcoin micropayments that could be used for, you know, nonprofits specifically. Uh, and I started campaigning some nonprofits back then to try and accept crypto. And it was extremely difficult. I mean, I'm sure we can talk about this in a little bit when we talk more about nonprofits, but they're typically, you know, slow to adopt new tech. And that's not super surprising because they're all working on shoestring budgets with, you know, very little, um, you know, younger push to accept new things. Uh, and often they would just say, no, that's crazy. We don't have time for that. You know, we've got other ways to accept money. Um, but this one CEO, uh, and they may even be on the giving block now, I, I'm not sure, but they're called Hope International. Um, they do a lot of like micro loan payments and stuff like that. Their CEO, uh, Peter Greer, I believe is his mm-hmm. name. He, uh, he emailed me three years later. So if you're doing the math, that's 2017 during the big bull run where everyone was shocked. He emailed me and he was like, hey, I don't know if you remember pitching me Bitcoin when you were in college, but you were right. We should have accepted Bitcoin and uh, we're rolling out Bitcoin donations now. So if you want to donate to us, here you go. And so I got to be one of the first people to donate. But that was like the only success I ever had. Everybody else was like, oh, no, this is too much work, blah, blah, blah. And so the moment I first heard about the giving block, it was an, an immediate, wow, I need to be working with these people because they figured out that you need to be able to offer onboarding as a service to these nonprofits to be able to come to them and just say, hey, here you go. You, you know, we'll do everything for you. It's not difficult. And I believe the giving block even makes it easy for them to accept just dollars, right? If they didn't want to accept mm-hmm. crypto. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We added, um, we were, uh, we're now a part of shift Four. that's our parent company, which is a TradFi um, payment processing company. So they, uh, were able to, uh, kind of add that credit card, uh, accepting, um, component. And, uh, soon we're also going to add, um, stocks so that you can donate stocks but oh, wow. um That's very cool yeah i love that story about hope international right because there is this kind of tricky thing with nonprofits, which is that i actually would say that a lot of the team members and like you know people on the ground of nonprofits can be very forward thinking and many of them are and yeah. they're very intelligent um and you know uh progressive as you know tech and trying to find new ways to uh, achieve their cause, but mm. this board angle does make it, um, kind of complicated. There's a lot right. of nonprofit speak. There's a lot of terms and kind of, uh, concerns that nonprofits have that 
maybe the average um, person is not really familiar with. So our team, you know, uh, I would say like 70% of our team, and it used to maybe be more actually comes from a nonprofit background. So they understand what nonprofits are looking for, what concerns they might have, you know, how to communicate to the board, how to make those educational resources so that they're actually useful for the nonprofits, things like that which right. uh, is something that I, I found really unique when I joined the team, especially coming from a background where I knew very little about nonprofits beyond like volunteering for the Humane Society or things like that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how much you have to actually learn how to speak the language of, you know, a group being in sales and marketing. Now it's so important to be able to actually communicate that we always talk about uh, sales or pitching in general is always a transfer of enthusiasm. So I have to be enthusiastic about it. Number one, if you have salespeople who aren't enthusiastic about what they're selling, it doesn't work. Uh, and then number two, I have to know how to transfer that enthusiasm to you. So I can imagine speaking to a board uh, for a nonprofit, it's definitely not an easy task to learn how to speak the appropriate language that they'll actually understand. Um, and in general with crypto, I'm of the opinion that the way that we speak to the public um, is a big issue with adoption. Um, yeah. one of the biggest barriers that I see. And, you know, I kind of joke that it like it's what happens when you get a bunch of devs uh, handling like marketing for a company. It's like, yeah, they don't know how to talk to people necessarily. Um, you know, I can just see them all in their little caves coding away and doing amazing things that I definitely don't understand. But um, they need that sales and marketing aspect to actually drive the adoption. So I'm glad that y'all are making that so simple. Yeah, it's definitely... I love that kind of image of, of, yeah, trying to have devs explain, you know, what's going on and, and pitch something. There's also, I think, um, the financialization kind of aspect, which is, you know, investors and stuff. Similarly, mm -hmm. having, you know, trying to communicate their incitement, excitement. And um, during a bull market, maybe that works, but outside mm -hmm. of a bull market, not as much. Um, yeah. And I think the thing there that we really try to communicate and especially myself, as I've kind of grown into more of a community focused role, is that crypto is not just, you know, it's not just like you're accepting Visa and then you decide to accept MasterCard. When you get into crypto, you're entering like an entirely new space, a community that um, is younger and forward thinking and has their own kind of passions and causes that they care about. So you're actually opening up not just a new way to, you know, make that donation, but also like an entirely new revenue stream, an entirely new audience. These are people who might end up volunteering for you. These are people who might end up working for you. They're like, you know, very, you know, online and tech forward and maybe aren't going to be exposed to your kind of traditional nonprofit that's been around 100 years if it weren't for that entry into the Web3 space. Right. Yeah. So my wife and I have worked in nonprofit for quite some time. Um, and like I mentioned earlier in the show, um, and so the main reason that we're currently working together, the Giving Block and Roundly X is because of this joint idea to be able to round up into charity all the time. And and that gets at this idea that, uh, you know, round up at the register kind of thing where you get asked, oh, hey, do you want to donate X amount of money, like round up your purchase to this thing? Um, but instead, we're taking that concept and being able to do it just for a cause that you care about on a way that's like every time you're making a purchase, you're making a donation. Um, and so my wife commented, she was like, you know, 
it's crazy that nonprofits these days spend money to actually send out physical mailers, right? To, to solicit yeah. donations. To your point, like the disconnect between the young generation that wants to be involved and care about a cause, they're not going to send in like two or three dollars or five dollars in the mail, right? And be responsive to that sort of thing. Yeah. So, bridging the gap of how we think about legacy nonprofit giving and caring about causes to how do we make young people, you know, really care about a cause and actually support it. I think that this new integration is really powerful for that because the average Roundly X user, even though it's just spare change, they round up $25 a month. And so if you think about, if you go to an organization and you say, Hey, you could, you know, do your mailers, you could do your emails, whatever, or you could do this con this uh, integration with us where you're asking for spare change, but it ends up being a pretty substantive uh, thing. So that being said, like what, um, what causes do you think uh, we've already seen some causes like uh, sea turtles, the American Cancer Society, but like for you, what uh, what cause are you most excited about? Like as we move forward to be able to, you know, make crypto easier. Yeah, well, I mean, coming from kind of a dorky, you know, crypto uh, tech background of of being very interested in that space, I'm very passionate about um, privacy and and security and things like that. Um, you know, we do, music's in my ears. I love that. <laughs> we do love <laughs> anonymous donations. Um, I am the person who, uh, myself and, uh, somebody else who's part of the team, Michael early was like very early on, like everybody needs two of a things like that. Right. So causes that I care about, um, we have signal foundation. Um, we have, uh, worked with the EFF before there's a lot of different, um, privacy and, and security and, uh, anonymity focused nonprofits on our platform. So awesome. that's definitely like a personal cause I care about. Um, we also have nonprofits that are like focused on providing bail and, and things like that. So a lot of these kind of, um, you know, uh, you could put it under individual freedom or rights or, or whatever you want, but these sure. kind of nonprofits that are focused on, um, protecting people from, uh, you know, overreach from either, you know, governments or hackers or what have you. Yeah. 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 That's really awesome. Um, this is kind of a gingerly question on my end, if you don't mind me interrupting, but like, how does it actually work with the integration? Like, do I get to say, like, I want to send this money to the giving block? Do I get to say, I want to send this money to this specific organization? And yeah. how does it work with transparency about uh, what that organization does? Is there some way through Roundly X and the giving boxes, giving boxes? Uh, the, the integration, is there some way that uh, I can see research or uh, information about how those organizations actually work once they get my donation? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll start with the kind of how it works aspect and then get into transparency. So when a nonprofit on sports with us, they are provided with a dashboard that allows them to kind of easily manage all of their um, various accepted crypto assets through us. So we have about a hundred, right? Um, <clears throat> when you donate to a nonprofit uh, on our platform, uh, we are not middlemen. It goes directly to the nonprofit. So it is if they had a wallet, but it is all organized them through our software uh, in a single dashboard. Um, you can donate anonymously or you can leave information or you can leave just an email for a tax receipt. Um, the exception of this kind of direct donation is our impact index funds. You can see that on the right on that donate crypto screen. Which I'm uh, glad you're talking these, about this. This is one of my favorite features of the giving block for the record. 
Yeah, it's so cool. I was very excited when I learned about it uh, that we when when Pat our one of our co-founders told me we were launching it. Um, so this is the exception where uh, as opposed to a direct donation, you're actually donating to a fund. Um, and that fund can be about uh, some of these uh, the featured fundraisers of the day. Those cycle per day are um, Ukraine Emergency Response Fund. That's something we spun up after the escalation of um, conflict in Ukraine. Um, all of the nonprofits in that fund we have personally verified to be actively supporting people on the ground in Ukraine or support surrounding regions. Um, we have Women's and Girls Empowerment. These are uh, nonprofits that um, support everything from uh, U.S.-based women's rights to um, things like, uh, uh, you know, developing nations where um, women maybe don't have access to personal hygiene or things like that. Um, we have an Animals Cause Fund that has shelters and um, uh, like endangered animals support nonprofits. Um, and when you donate to these cause funds, what happens is your donation gets evenly spread amount spread about through all of these nonprofits, all of these member nonprofits. So that goes out, I believe, on a biweekly basis. So at the end of two weeks, uh, all of these nonprofits will get the um, fraction of this like total pool that has been formed from all of these donors. Uh, so it's a really nice way for our nonprofits, especially some of these smaller nonprofits that maybe don't have the resources to provide exposure to kind of get consistent donations, um, which yeah. the consistent donation thing is, is something I'd love to talk about at some point, especially with respect to the Roundly X um, integration, because that's that's definitely a huge challenge nonprofit space. Yeah, for sure. We can hit that next. I was just going to interject real quick and say that what's really cool um, that this integration makes really easy for the user uh, style pigeon to your question is, if you're on the Roundly X dashboard and you can essentially pick the crypto you want to donate, you can pick the nonprofit that you would like to donate to or the index fund, which is really cool. Um, and then that's all. The, the rest is handled yeah. in the back end between Roundly X and the giving block. And you know that your donation is going directly to the to the nonprofit, like Zoe mentioned. Um, so for, from a user perspective, it's super, super easy. All you have to do is connect a card, pick a cause, pick a crypto you want to donate. You can even donate USDC if you want. So it doesn't even have to be a crypto. Um, but as you saw a minute ago, the list of uh, accepted cryptos are, is large. I mean, how, how, what's the count at now, Zoe? Is it? I think it's over, over 100 now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I thought so. So tons of options depending on your preferences um, and the nonprofit's preference. Uh, so the ease of use is awesome. But um, well, so yeah, I do want duration available and also DYOR available at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep. The and the giving block. Yeah, the Giving Block has a great blog section too that highlights a lot of different um, nonprofits and causes and stuff like that. Uh, and Zoe's regularly doing spaces. So I would both keep an eye on the blog and on their Twitter uh, because there's some really great information there uh, if you want to dive in and do more research and kind of figure out which cause you want to support. But if you don't want to pick one, there's always an index fund. Mm -hmm. um, so Zoe, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the uh, you know frequency of donations because coming from a nonprofit myself, I was kind of in the same boat that you were, and I did a lot of marketing and social media and stuff like that. But honestly, the donations and the getting funds is something that everyone in the nonprofit team has to work on because it's such a big deal. Um, For sure. So yeah, so what is what has your experience been like and uh, kind of seeing how that looks and and how does this new integration make it easier? So nonprofits, of course, they 
you know, have two angles to kind of the work they have to do. There's the fundraising angle, and then there's the more important angle, which is actually, you know, doing the work of their cause, uh, whatever that cause may be. Right. And any way that you can make that fundraising angle take less time is incredibly important. So one thing that is really kind of unique about the nonprofit industry is that the majority of the donations actually come at the end of the year during what's called giving season. Uh, this has to do with holidays as well as um, kind of tax reasons. So preparing your kind of tax offsets for the new year. Um, and this is great. It provides, you know, a very substantial amount of resources for those nonprofits, but it's also inconsistent. It makes it hard for nonprofits to budget. You know, when you think about um, a corporation or, or the startup or any form of private company, you can kind of chart out your revenue and predict quarter by quarter revenue. And right. based on that budget, all of your different departments, um, that's much harder for nonprofits because they're kind of just trying to predict this end of year, big boost in giving. So with Roundly X, um, you know, it's based on your like purchases, right? Because it's right. A, a roundup feature. And for the most part, outside of, you know, your occasional, um, maybe super large purchase, you know, kind of lifetime based purchase, you're going to be pretty consistent with what you're spending per month. So that roundup aspect, when you're rounding up into charity, you're providing a steady stream of donations throughout the year through nonprofits. And when you have, you know, more and more people signing up and using that roundup feature, they're able to kind of provide this consistent baseline for nonprofits to work with. So they know, okay, month to month, we're seeing about this much from those roundups. We're seeing about this much from our impact index fund, you know, biweekly checks, and they're able to kind of create a less hectic uh, and more kind of focused budget so that they can spend a little less time worrying about fundraising and more time doing the actual important work of uh, whatever their cause is. Which reduces overhead, and of course, every nonprofit, I'm sure, is interested in reducing some overhead. Yeah, 100%. I mean, one of the things that we kind of talk about a lot with nonprofits is that there are some nonprofits that are large enough that they can afford to have somebody who's like full time Web3 fundraising or something like that. But the vast majority of nonprofits can't afford that. Um, and we don't think they should have to afford that. Yeah. They should be able to put their funds um, where it matters. So anywhere where we can provide resources for them to understand crypto and anywhere where we can provide a steady revenue stream, a steady fundraising revenue stream so they can kind of think about it a little less is definitely super important to us, which is is a huge aspect of why I love the, the Roundly X kind of integration so much. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I, I love the line that you said where people can start stop thinking about fundraising as much and start thinking more about the, the cause aspect because this gets all the way back to something that Pigeon and I like to talk about pretty much every episode, and that's dollar cost averaging, right? It's 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 yeah, you're putting small increments of time and or money into something that you care about to grow it in a way that's not risky and it's not super noticeable to the user, but to the nonprofit, it's I mean, absolutely game changing in terms of, you know, a steady stream of income, being able to focus on other things more. So, um, yeah, I feel like the potential here is really huge. I'm, I'm really excited to see which organizations kind of step up and, and make 
really take this to their advantage, you know, and, and yeah. um, get people signed uh, up. That's so my secondary endorsement of dollar cost yeah. averaging. Uh, my time day trading has been much less uh, successful than my time dollar cost averaging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm right there with you. I, I occasionally I get back into it. and I'm like, oh, I, I can trade. I'm, I'm a veteran. You know, I know what I'm doing. And then just go you right look a month later and you're like, oh, I had yeah. all these good days, but I'm actually yep. down. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, you know, that's something else to to mention, too, for the traders or the people who are interested in, uh, you know, investment and saving who watch our show. Um, doing this type of thing and providing a little bit of info to the giving block allows you to kind of automate your tax loss harvesting strategy throughout the year, in addition to caring about or helping a cause that you care about. So if you're around to give into Bitcoin and you want to make sure that you're uh, topping up your charitable donations throughout the year for tax purposes, RoundlyX could be a good way to make sure that you're staying on top of that. Um, so... For organizations who are listening, uh, especially nonprofits, you know, who are listening and saying, wow, I would love to be able to have all of my people be rounding up their purchases. What uh, what steps would they take to be able to get on board with the giving block? Because you guys have over 1,500 charities right now, right? So yeah, what, is, uh, what does that process look now. like? Always oh, 2,000. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Always so growing. great. Yeah, um, cool. I get to change all my numbers. That's exciting. <laughs> I know. It's, it's kind of a pain, right? We this has been as somebody who's part of the marketing team a real quick aside the whole like how do we we started with like okay dozens of cryptos now we're over 100 do we say hundreds or do we say the exact number do we say over 100 right. okay 1500 <laughs> plus nonprofits. we're at 2000 do we say uh, thousands? now do we say yeah exists <laughs> so so frustrating yeah all across the website all across the blog yep. all across social media you have to change I get it, it all <laughs> I get it. huge stress <laughs> But, um, yeah, I feel that question. really hard too, actually, because uh, I've, I've trained pharmaceutical reps and getting people not to say, oh, it's just this or uh, something like that. You're like, okay, come on, like quit underselling this <laughs> yeah. medication. It's actually like, this <laughs> number, yeah. 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 It's like Very only a couple hundred cryptos. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A mere 200. No, um, I, so the obvious kind of, uh, you can see right up at the top, at the top right, there's that accept crypto button. Um, essentially, for any nonprofit that is interested in getting onboarded um, with both us and that Roundly X donation uh, or that Roundly X integration, that's the best place to go. Um, you'll just put in some kind of baseline information about yourself and your organization, uh, and then we'll reach out to you and we'll do a call where we explain how the software works. We explain a bit about crypto itself, answer any questions uh, and kind of go from there. Um, we are very kind of careful to make sure that, of course, the legal accreditation is there, that these nonprofits are you know, legitimate um, either right. in the US or in their um, native country. Um, but additionally, that these are nonprofits that are going to be able to take advantage of that crypto fundraising aspect and are going to be able to kind of successfully fundraise and break into the space. So we don't really want to just have anybody and everybody on, sure. um, you know, 2000 is large, but it's important to us that when a donor goes to our site and they pick a nonprofit, they know that that donation is, um, secure and that it's you know going to go to a legitimate cause they don't have to worry so always yeah. do your own research of course of individual nonprofits to make sure there's something that you you know personally care about but there is that baseline security there that um it's not just anybody can 
sign up and automatically be on our site without us kind of doing that initial uh, fact checking and, and kind of uh, research there. Yeah, and that's something that I really appreciate about the giving block. Um, you know, right. I mentioned earlier the roundups at the register thing and um, the fact that the giving block has, you know, a dedication to making sure that these nonprofits are places that our donors would want to send mon money to. I think that's important, you know, and that's something that you don't really get when you're asked to give a donation either at the register or, you know, on the street or through a mailer or whatever. So I think that's super important. Um, yeah, thanks for throwing that up there, Nick. Also, I wanted to say shout out to Phoebo Swanee, who's watching right now. He just left us a message in chat. Appreciate you tuning in, my dude. Um, this is super great. So, uh, yeah, so I was also going to mention as a part of onboarding to the giving block, the next step with Roundly X, too, is that if you want to push this to your constituents, uh, the Roundly X team can make you an individual URL. It's especially for your nonprofit that makes it easy to blast out in an email list or at an event or whatever. Uh, to get everyone rounding up into your particular uh, organization. So I personally would like to say that the Giving Block and Roundly X are here to be as concierge as possible to make your onboarding as, as simple and as easy and you know have you be as more or less involved as you'd like to be. Um, I've even been talking to a couple of organizations already. And you know one of their first questions is, well, do I have to know anything about crypto? And it's like, well, Giving Block makes it really easy. You know, It's all in one dashboard. You don't really have to worry about any of that stuff. So. Um, I'm really, yeah, and the I'm resources are there. You're able yeah. to dig in as much as you want, um, right. either on our blog or we provide kind of personalized resources um, and, you know, all sorts of uh, PDFs and videos. We have like nonprofit only, like just our kind of nonprofit member uh, webinars like every week. There's all sorts of resources there. So as much as they want to dive in, they can. That's awesome. And talking about diving in. Uh, so like at the end of each show, I like to ask our guests. Um, what should our audience DYOR or do their own research on uh, after watching this episode? And uh, yeah. it could be anything that you care about. So uh, what, do you, what, what do you think that people should be DYORing on today? So I'm going to do kind of two, right? I'm going to do my duty and recommend the giving blog. Uh, it is, um, has resources about everything, the giving block, as well as crypto in general, nonprofits in general. Um, it's very pretty and evenly laid out. There's lots of resources there. So highly recommend checking out the giving blog. Um, but I will make a personal recommendation as well, uh, just based on the current book I'm reading. Um, I really love uh, history, especially the history of Asia, um, China, India, and, and Korea specifically. Um, I lived in China for a bit, so I have kind of that passion there. Um, but the book I'm currently reading is called The Anarchy. Uh, it's kind of about uh, the East India Trade Company as well as the, the fall of kind of the Mughal Empire in India. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting just from a historical perspective, but I actually think there's a lot of kind of applications there from understanding how, um, you know, when globally mm -hmm. everybody is empowered to be kind of on an equal basis in trade, uh, they can kind of avoid some of the the violence and imbalance that came with um, the trade companies and, you know, India's lack of uh, kind of local currency support and lack of kind of technological support. Yeah. So something we talk a lot about with crypto is that it's it can be an equalizer. Um, you know, anybody, you don't need to have a stable bank in your country. You don't need to have that kind of uh local resources that maybe are required for in the past for people to enter the global economy right. uh it's it's a huge equalizer so 
reading that, um, you obviously get the great historical perspective, but there is still that connection there with, uh, you know, the importance of everybody being on an equal ground when it comes to participating in the global economy. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's an excellent resource. I personally haven't read it, so I'm going to add that to my reading list. Uh, thanks for that. It's a good one. I, yeah, so uh, Fibo actually asked a question on our YouTube stream, um, and we've kind of touched the the oversight bit a little bit, but I just wanted to go ahead and read this out. Uh, Fibo said, I've had uh, people ask me about the giving block. Are they monitored on Charity Watch or something similar? People are sometimes skeptical about yeah. stuff like this. So yeah, good question. No, that's a great question. So we are not because we are not a nonprofit. Um, we are a private company that's a software as a service. Um, we provide kind of that yearly subscription fee so that nonprofits can use the software and get all those resources. Um, we have nearly a perfect retention rate because, you know, compared to the donation stream they make, it's it's pretty negligible, but it allows us to, to keep the lights on and um, grow and continue providing those resources. Sure. Um, as far as like the, you know, Charity Navigator um, looking towards our nonprofits, um, we do that baseline research I mentioned. But um, of course, any nonprofit that is on our platform, you can pretty easily uh, check on Charity Navigator. There's another one called, I think, GuideStar or something like Guide that. Star, that's yeah, very I use popular. them a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. GuideStar is great. And you can get all the research about any of the nonprofits on our platform. Um, you can also reach out and just ask us. Um, we are uh, as neutral as possible. As much as we support our nonprofits, we do not like actively promote one or the other. So if you reach out either on Twitter, you'll get me. If you reach out through our Twitter DMs, um, I'll be happy to provide you and do some of that research for you and give you any resources that you're concerned about uh, or want to learn more about. So always encourage people to reach out if they're, you know, wanting to learn more about a nonprofit. Um, in a lot of cases, we may even be able to get you in touch with that nonprofit. And you can talk to somebody who um, might otherwise be kind of hard to reach if you're just trying to go through their website or something. Yeah, that's awesome. So giving block can kind of be your connection to really good DYOR if you reach out to the right person. 100%. Awesome. And yeah. from a neutral basis as well, just what we find is what we'll send you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Fibo says, thanks, by the way. Appreciate that answer. Uh, thanks Anybody. for watching Fibo and for good questions. Um, yeah, well, that's, so we're nearing the end of the show. Um, any other final thoughts, Pigeon, from you or, or you, Zoe? I, I think y'all are doing an awesome job. I'm really excited about, number one, just new applications for crypto. Um, two, just showing people that you can do all sorts of things with this new technology and that it's, it's not as difficult to adopt as uh, people seem to talk about in the media and whatnot. Um, that's the main reason that we're here, honestly, doing this show um, is because we want to kind of gingerly bring people into the crypto space and say, hey, Web3 is not something to be afraid of. Um, it's just the next evolution of the internet and how we're going to do things societally, uh, given actually things like what you were talking about with the book and like the degradation of uh, the faith in our governing bodies and whatnot uh, across the globe from what I've uh, seen and heard. So uh, being able to do this and, and liberate those finances from uh, some areas into more appropriate areas is exciting. And uh, I'm stoked to see what else y'all come up with. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of close with one other thing, which is that of course, the, the main aspect we've talked about is the donation aspect. We have that, um, you know, uh, our new integrations with whether it be the 
impact index funds or they're rounding up through roundly x but there is more to crypto philanthropy that i would stress it's not just a way to donate it's a community and it also has some very interesting use cases so um we have uh nonprofits which have used their crypto donations to um most recently uh support kind of local um, activists and um, uh, resource groups in Afghanistan. So um, during kind of the recent, again, escalation in, in Afghanistan, some of the, the flare-ups of um, kind of radical overtaking, the banks pretty much um, collapsed and it became very difficult for um, nonprofits to send funds to their kind of on the ground teams. Uh, and they ended up using uh, crypto to do that. So. Uh, again, yeah, it's it's more than just a donation method. It is a kind of um, yeah liberating and and uh, technologically empowering uh, tool to advance some of the work that a lot of these nonprofits do. Yeah, and as crypto people, we're on the cutting edge of this technology, and uh, I feel like personally, to some degree, I have a responsibility to do some good with that. You know, it's not just about making profit. It's not just about securing my own financial future. It's about helping other people and helping. The people that are doing the good stuff be able to yeah. take a leg up right and that's really important and um that's one of the biggest things that i'm excited about with this new integration so with that i if you're watching and you're pumped about getting into roundups go to roundlyx.com giving and you can start the process it's super easy you can get started in a couple of minutes um zoe thanks so much for being on the show this is great i had a great time chatting with you yeah, and learning about time, your background it was awesome um yeah so can't wait for our next big, big thing that we do. Uh, who knows? We're changing the world together and I'm excited to keep doing that. So uh, with that, Pigeon, Zoe, thanks so much. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. To our audience, have a great one. Start rounding up and we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah, you as